Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another Recover episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Helberton, and who's wandering through the raccoon city with me tonight? I am Star's special informant, Joe Butler, and I'm looking for the (laughs) ultimate bioweapon. Okay. My name is Blair Farrell from uh, comicbookvideogames.com. And Burke and the scientists, you truly are the most devious Boston in all of Raccoon City. <laughs> and I am Chelsea, a.k.a. Tyrant Cheeks. <laughs> and welcome. <laughs> That's your Twitter name, which I did not know until today when you befriended me on Twitter. I'm like, oh, yeah, we know each other now for like three years. So <laughs> I'm looking that up. Same. <laughs> and welcome. This is your first episode. And we are bringing you Recovered episode, which I just pulled up and lost it, episode 9, where we go back and look at a game that was on the show a long time ago with different guests, and we just revisit it again. And we are talking about Resident Evil 2 that came out in 1998, developed and published by Capcom, and we played the, which came out a lot of different systems, I played the GameCube version with the HD pack, thanks to Joe. I didn't make it, but I found it. I know. (laughs) You Googled it. Well, no, there's a couple of Let's Players, or not Let's, yeah, Let's Players, Twitch streamers, whatever, that uh, use this whenever they play the game. And I know, like, a lot of people use it recently because a lot of people replayed the second one, the original one, before the remake came out. So it was really pretty. Mm-hmm. Like 99% remastered. Yeah, it, it's pretty good. Uh, Blair, what version did you play? I. I just, yeah, for, because I was a kind of a sort of a late edition, and yeah. happy to be here, very, very happy to be here. <laughs> I just played the N64 Leon B on a CRT TV. Okay. And Chelsea, what about you? Originally, I beat this game on GameCube probably okay. 15 years ago, which is an awesome port, by the way. <laughs> yes. Um, but for this call, for this, uh, in a podcast, okay. <laughs> I played on my PS1. Okay. Nice. You played it the right way. Yeah, uh, it's not as pretty, but, you know. Oh, it, the prettiness was bad at times because, God, is it, I mean, the game from 1998, I'm playing with save states because it's me. So, and then still got, I got, I got scared a few times. Like, I jumped multiple times. And that was partly because I had a, I had headset on <laughs> and all of a sudden it would go beep, beep, beep. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got to do it. And then it would just scare the hell out of me. The, the liquor jump scares, the super liquor, liquor jump scares. Uh, it was just the fact that I was <laughs> waiting for stuff to happen and <laughs> playing this on the side, and I would get scared to shit out of me when my my headset would go off in my head. But no, liquor didn't really get me because I knew it was coming. I have a really sad story about Resident Evil Two uh, that ruined my childhood, sadly. Okay. When I was a sweet young baby at the age of like five, my cousins decided to bring over RE2 for Christmas. And the first liquor jump scare scared the shit out of me. And my grandma got mad and hid my cousin's copy uh, that Christmas night and they got <laughs> pissed. And so my grandma's like, yeah, like like most parents or grandparents like recognize like, oh, Pokemon. So they call everything Pikachu. Like two weeks later, my grandma found a copy of Dino Crisis and it came with like a free copy of Resident Evil 3 at a garage sale. And she gets me and my cousin. She goes, I bought you this video game about dinosaurs. But it came with Resident Evil, and I know that gives jo- Joseph nightmares. So she takes the RE3 disc and just snaps it in half. Oh, oh no. Oh, my gosh. And she goes, so no horror no horror games for any of you. 
and like I'm, we're just looking at it. And my cousin looks at me. He's like, I fucking hate you so much right now. <laughs> I'm like, it's not my fault. I'm like seven. Uh, I was terrified of Resident Evil 2 back in the day. The first time I ever saw the game was my buddy played the 64 version when he came over to my house once. He showed me and beat the whole game. I have only I played this game back for the show in episode nine to like three years ago, and I only beat Leon A. And I was too terrified to go through B. I was like, fuck no. And this time I did Claire A and Leon B for this. So I needed am to. I the oldest one here? I'm 34. <laughs> OK, because like so yes. when I, when I played this, I was um, because I never had we never got a PlayStation in our house until 1999. And even then it was my my brothers and he was in university so he got it for christmas and then once christmas is over he went back to ottawa so my first experience with this because my uh, i think we tried to rent out a playstation with resident evil 2 but the video store i think they misplaced one of the discs and they were just like oh yeah we only have one disc so we can't rent it out not realizing that you don't need the two discs at all so i never played this until the n64 version and I was in my I was in high school. So like I was kind of like there's some great scares that kind of like subvert your expectations when get into it as the show goes on. But uh, yeah, I, I was not five. When I, first <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't either. I was too old. I just these games scared the hell out of me. They still bother me. I was playing this game at night. Because I was working a night shift and there wasn't a whole lot going on. I'm sitting here just playing it while I'm waiting for work to happen. And I had the, my door open behind me and I could hear the wind blowing. I'm like, I had to close the door and turn off again. I'm like, okay, it's getting too spooky. I got to stop playing. So, I don't know. It, it's not scary. Like, it shouldn't be. It's just a PS1 game. But it still delivers it very well. It's still, like, I was surprised how much fun I had playing through this game. Claire A. I really like Claire A. Leon B can just, ugh, but Claire A was a lot of fun. Did you guys all play Claire A first besides Blair? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's kind of canonical. Yeah, or it's accepted canon. as canon at yeah. this point. I mean, is... I've, I've done it a million times. <laughs> you know, I know. <laughs> is it, though? Because, like, I, it's one of the things that I wanted to bring up originally anyways, because I think uh, Claire A, Leon B makes sense more canonically because the other way wrapped around, which is Leon A, Claire B, Ada falls to her death. But then there's like numerous instances like the weird light gun game that came out on the Wii. And then now technically the remake that shows that her falling to her death is technically the canon ending. I don't think she, but she doesn't die, obviously. Oh, yeah. Because she's in four, six. But then in six, <laughs> Sherry's in it and she talks about how she has viral powers and she doesn't get the she doesn't get infected in Claire B. It's only in Claire A where she gets the G virus. Really? Yeah, that's what's yeah. so interesting about this game is that there's four different ways to play through it that all have little differences. Like, you have two characters to choose from when you start this game, Leon A or Claire A, which are kind of the same but have little differences throughout the game. And then, like, for me, I, I had only played Leon A when I played this game back in the day for the show three years ago. And so this time, like, it felt like a different game at times. And I and I was impressed how different it was. Besides the fact that it scared shit out of me. I think uh, one of the other funnier things, too, about this, about the game, the original version that's compared to the remake, too, is that story wise. Also, the original makes more sense than the remake. I I play the remake once. I will never touch it again. It hits a lot of the same beats. I, I really I think they kind of shoehorned in the B scenario at the last second, because I, I remember doing them doing press and they're just like, yeah, there is no B scenario. And then everyone 
got angry as they tend to do on the internet, which is, you know, shocking. It's the internet. And I think they must have, like, scrambled, and they're just like, uh, do this thing. Because, like, the B scenario is very half-hearted. Like, it's just harder, and you have, like, the actual final boss. But I think, like, the remake didn't even need it. I just think they did it because it was, like, a legacy thing. Like, it's as cleverly as done here as here. So here it works well. Like, and it's also, like, little subtle differences. Like, when I was playing this game for the first time as Claire, and, and... I really like Claire. Like, I liked her weapons. I like, because, oh, God. First, I got to say that Bowgun is complete garbage. Oh, yeah. I didn't even pick that up this run. I'm like, nope. I didn't know. I never, because I didn't play Claire. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get the Bowgun. Like, okay. And it was just useless. It shoots three shots in one shot, and it didn't really do anything but miss. (laughs) It's good for taking out, like, because there's a, uh, when you go down the basement, after you, or when you start to go to the basement, depending on the scenario there's like a lot of zombies in like the room right away and it's good for like clearing out those and when you're in the the place right before you get to marvin like it's good there but that's really it you know it's it's an interesting story like about claire's weapons i was afraid to use a grenade launcher because i was used to grenade launchers and first person shooters where the grenades would bounce back and kill you (laughs) golden eye like Turok, I was like, no, I'm not using this. But I was like, oh, it's more like a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, the grenade launcher is a magical thing in the all three. And is it is it in Code Veronica? Yes. Where it's just the magical thing. It's considered the easier weapon for female characters, which is weird that they do it in both one and two. But it holds like three different types, technically sometimes four uh, different types of ammo. Four. They all stack inside the grenade launcher at once. So it's not like, oh, you can only have one bullet at a time. No, you get that grenade launcher. It's holding like 30 flame rounds, mm-hmm. period. It was great. Yeah, it's great. Love the grenade launcher. Yeah, there, there's B.O.W. gas and Code Veronica. And if you ever do Code Veronica on the show, it's like one of the most valuable tools in your arsenal. That's but then the I got to play Code Veronica. Oh, it's so good. It's OK. Oh, yeah. The bow gun in that one is actually uh, pretty good. Those explosive rounds. You want to talk about me being scared of games? That's a game I'm scared of. So <laughs> <laughs> one day I'm just trying. I'm trying to get back into Resident Evil games like we're doing four Resident Evil things. I want to say for Spooktober and the time you're hearing this, there should be a bunch of stuff coming up. So it's just yeah, weird. But you know, the grenade launcher was like super good. I only really use the grenade round because I was saving everything else for what I don't know. I would just pull in a mic and just saving items in my box. because I'm going to need these one day. Well, it's like I an know. RPG. It's like you don't use your items, even though you're at the final <laughs> boss. Like you just like I have to use these in case they're going to be like important later on. I just don't. But I mean, like this was also the first time where I felt I really learned the police station. Like I did a good job of running through the police station and starting to understand because like the guide I found wasn't real detailed. It would say like, "Oh, go over here now," and I'm like, "Well, how do I get to the chief's office? I don't remember." But it started like things started to put together. Things started to make sense, and I started to understand like, "Okay, this is over here. I got to go here." Like I was impressed i impressed myself that i started learning like how well this place puts itself together well that's the brilliance of resident evil games that people kind of don't give a credit for is that when people think of value in games they think of like final fantasy i'll just use that as an example because i think of like resident evil and final fantasy were the games that made the playstation where final fantasy is a game that takes 40 hours to beat once but resident evil 2 takes two hours per scenario but like the fun comes from 
okay, you do it once and it might take like six, but then you're like, oh, what if I can cut through here and do all these things? And eventually, like, it comes down to whittling it down till you get it down to like two hours and 11 minutes like I did yesterday. And like, same with the remakes are even more brilliant because they reward you with experimenting with like new weapons. So it makes like replaying them like over and over. Like when three came out, the remake of three, everyone complained that it was too short, but I put like 40 hours into that game. Damn. Just like doing runs over and over again because eventually it takes like an hour and a half. Okay. So I have a really weird question for everyone, except for Blair, because Blair knows what I'm talking about. Chelsea, Mike, have either of you read the Resident Evil novels? No, I have not. They're Mike. good. Okay, I think, okay, you have, yeah. So, uh, I know Blair, I know you have Blair, because we were talking about that at some point. Is my memory wrong, and, like, the reason why Leon was late to the police department, because he was either getting drunk or his girlfriend dumped him? Is that in the book? I think it was, I think, I haven't read them, but I've heard that, and I think it was both. It's been a while, like, I haven't read them in, like, years. I have them all on my shelf. I keep meaning to read, read them. They're... Um, I don't have them anymore, and I kind of kicked myself. I had the whole set, but I think I just... I'm not sure what the hell happened to them. I moved too many times. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, they're good books, but I, yeah, I don't remember. I know in a video I was watching that supposedly he was told, per the YouTube video, not to... What they had said, that Leon was told not to come to the police station. I remember that, like, it was either... Because one of the things that I love is one of the series, because the eight shows... I don't know if this is the book or not. This might actually be in the game or some point. Leon was late because he his girlfriend jumped him and he was out partying. And so he decided to celebrate. But it's really hard to get into the Raccoon City Police Department. And the reason why Leon's outfit is completely different than the other, because you see zombie cops in the police station, yeah. is that it's a new prototype armor that they were planning on giving out. But Leon got it first because it was his first day and they were planning to give it out at some point. Huh. I mean, that's cool. I mean, that would make sense why they all just have regular cost, you know, regular cop outfits and he doesn't. Mm hmm. Chelsea, anything to add? Because like, you know a lot about Resident Evil. Have you heard yeah, this? Yeah, I've, I've, I've never heard that before. That actually, that's really interesting. That makes a lot of sense. Okay. That's something that I've really done a deep dive into. Like, I like in the remake of 2, how like, he's just wearing civilian clothes, and then he finds, like, the vest. God, I don't remember the remake of 2 very well. Uh, oh, that, might, that might be in the B scenario, though. No, in I think... In the B scenario, he finds it in his main scenario. When you meet up with Marvin, Marvin just gives it to him. So, like, in the cutscene of him talking to Marvin, he's, like, putting it on. Yeah. Okay. It's funny, just like we did back three years ago when we recorded the first episode, we kept talking about the remake. Because <laughs> the remake had just come out that year. Or, like, that month when we recorded it. There were uh, a few things, like, with Claire A that kind of surprised me. One, like, we mentioned the grenade launcher was great. I got that shotgun at one point, but I have no idea what it does. Oh, the spark gun? Yeah, I didn't even mess with it. I got it so late, and I was just like, that's nice. Yeah, it's it's just useful for, like, taking a few zombies, but by that point in the game, like, you normally have enough grenade ammo just to, like, waste on zombies. Yeah, I had so much grenade ammo. Because I didn't skip ammo. Like, I also... I played this on the easy difficulty it let me play on easy. and But I killed almost everything in this game, even when the guy's like, oh, you can run past it. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Let's murder it. Oh, there's more than enough ammo to do it on easy. Like, you have, like, 130 handgun bullets. Which I like. I like oh. being able to kill zombies. I don't like wanting to dodge everything. There's a there's a special kind of people who can dodge zombies because, you know, like they say I'm, they're built different. I'm built different, but it's more incorrectly. So <laughs> whenever I come across zombies or enemies in games, I have to, like, shoot them. That's why I have a really hard time playing the remake as well. 
There's a trick to doing that. It's called you buy the unlimited uh, ammo gun that you can buy in the marketplace for like $5, real money. And then you're fine. I bet you had fun playing the uh, RE1 remake then, killing everything and then having all the Crimson Heads come back. I was more careful in that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can listen to my, my three-hour episode about that. God, episode 33. But yeah, no, I actually <laughs> was real careful in that one because I knew what was coming. So no, I didn't kill everyone in that game. I burned fuckers in that game. I, I learned that weird trick where like I would sit there and be like, oh, it's a zombie. And I'd like uh, rub my butt cheeks together and let it follow me and then kill them on top of each other. And then oh, them all them all the yeah. <laughs> oh, also, since so this was my first time ever playing Claire a in playing Claire at all, because in the other in the remake, I also played Leon. The freaking chief irons is one psychopath. Like I, I knew he was crazy. Like I knew he was evil and stuff, but I hadn't seen it myself. So I hadn't played it. Is it explained why the mayor's daughter is dead on his table? Yes. Okay. He, I believe, a bunch of people, like the, the police station at some point was supposed to be safe. And the mayor sent his daughter, same thing with Sherry and her awful parents. The Their parents were like, just go to the police station. I'm sure it'll be safe. One thing that we mentioned earlier that I think is funny, because you talk about how familiar you get with the police station. That's why Resident Evil 1.5 is scrapped. Because the, the game's built enough to where you can see it so i've seen a couple of people play it but the original police station was built like a police station in japan but testers were having a hard time figuring out what floor they were on because all the floors looked the same yeah okay that's probably why now it's a museum that was turned into a police station what i love there's actually a context for like why the ammo is everywhere like there's a file that says like there was like like looters coming in and taking ammo so they're just like okay so we decided to like move it around everywhere so i'm just like oh wow they actually have context as to why there's this like random bullets everywhere hey chelsea you played on the original playstation right yeah did you find a file about chief irons being like a sexual harasser or something yep it says uh he was like oh god what did it say something like in the file like the word rapist was used rape or rapist i think it was okay it was rapist because i I found that file and i was like did they add this to the gamecube update version or was that in the original because i yeah no it was it was in the ps1 version as well yeah is is it in the facts that comes in yes yeah okay and so you so who played the gamecube version again i did okay thank you so in the GameCube version, do they add the new files that were in the N64 game or are they exclusive to the N64 game? I wouldn't know. OK, I have no so idea. did you get the machine gun in the lab? I no. got the, the I got the machine gun in the basement. Same in the weapons locker. OK, because yeah. if you so you can register your fingerprint in the A scenario in the lab somewhere on a computer and then in yep. the B scenario, you can register your fingerprint again. So in the PlayStation game, the passcode is guessed, but in the N64 version, they change it to Nemesis. Okay, that's, that's odd, cool. but cool. Yeah, because they put in files to link it more with Nemesis because this came out around the same time. Because they essentially like had to play catch up a little, so they added more files to be like, here's some extra context because like the only way if you're a Nintendo fan that you're potentially going to play this is in the Game Boy Color version that never came out. What? Didn't they, didn't they add files linking it to Resident Evil Zero as well? I think so. Yeah, there are some things that was originally planned for the N64. Because oh, yeah, Zero was originally a 64 game. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I forgot about that. I still have never played Zero. It's not good. It's I own multiple copies of it. I have original GameCube version behind me, but I just I don't want to play it. Am I alone here that that's like one of my favorites? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. I know who to grab when I play Zero someday because it's on my <laughs> list just to fucking finally play it. I mean, I'll do it, but I won't be happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That makes you feel better. I won't be happy either. Because I that that's a game. Yeah, that game scares me too. There's a theme going on here. No, that's also there's... stuff with Sherry more interesting than Ada. Like playing through this, I I didn't mind the two little Sherry parts you have, or like is it one or two parts of her you run around? It yes. was one. I don't. I think I don't Thanks remember. But, okay, she does. She wasn't bad. I had no issues with her. I mean, she was fine. Like she was able to avoid things just fine. I mean, I I would avoid enemies at times when I felt I needed to, or if I was in an area where I knew I wasn't coming back to ever again, like some of the outside areas. I, I don't sh- I don't shoot anybody because I'm like, there's no point. I'm never coming back out here. <laughs> it's hard to do the dogs with her, but I, I love when you do the bee scenario with Sherry and the zombies are there and they don't bite. They just like vomit. So it's almost just like a gentleman's agreement with the zombies. Like, look, we might be monsters, but we're not going to bite after a child. <laughs> we'll just spit on her instead. <laughs> <laughs> I also found it interesting that Sherry and Ada have the same part they both split off into. I thought that was cool. I didn't realize it was the same exact spot because I again never played a Sherry or, or Claire, so well, it just it just surprised me a lot. Like I was surprised. Also, there's there's a lot of subtle differences between Leon and Claire too. Like with especially when you play A B, like the bosses. Like I wasn't expecting all that. I was really surprised how different this game was at times, and it was yeah. it impressed me. The the it, it's it's referred to as the zapping system, which is will forever be buried into the bottom of my back of my fucking brain. It was really revolutionary at the time, and like it was really helpful and really interesting, especially play replaying the game several times wise. But they never brought it back for no reason. Like Resident Evil Three, I feel is like way shorter than this because of it too. Yeah, well, Resident Evil Three was short because it shouldn't be Resident Evil Three. So that's all. Well, did anyone? Because I'll <laughs> see. It we're playing a lot of games of Did anyone? So has anyone read Alex <laughs> and Isle's book Itchy Tasty? No. Okay, you should. It is so good. But anyway, they essentially get into the production of Resident Evil 3, how it, like, things just kept getting bolted onto it. Like, it was essentially just supposed to be, like, an arcade-style game. And then something, like, the production of 4 wasn't going great, so they're just like, uh, you can have Jill now. And they're just like, okay, so now we can do Jill. So there's, like, a reason for that. Like, Like, 3 is the one where it's, like, as you finish it and you get like the epilogue files that kind of set up where the future of the series go. So that game is all about replaying it over and over. What I found crazy about this, because I came to this as someone who only had an N64. So the games I was playing, well, I had like Ocarina of Time, but everything was essentially like like platformers and nothing with story. And when I played this, like I knew what Resident Evil was, but I didn't really... I knew it was a popular brand, but I had no idea what it was. So when I get, got into it, I was like, this is crazy how much like story and more is in this. And like, it, I actually got screwed up at times as it felt like I was playing. I didn't know the term survival horror. It just felt like an adventure game like Maniac Mansion. OK, so there's like one puzzle where you have to go down like the with Leon, where you have to go down the shaft. And it's like a shortcut to get back to Ben. 
I actually was afraid to go down that because I thought it was going to be like an adventure game where if I went down the shaft, there was going to be like a monster was going to eat me at the bottom. So I just didn't do it. And just my first run, I ran all the way back to Ben. <laughs> it, okay. Is that where you jump down the hole? Yes. Like yeah, on okay. clock tower with the crank and the gear. That was cool in B. Like, because this was my first time playing B. Like that, that was cool to see. It was also, I think, really cool to me how they actually have different, like, Claire and Leon do have subtle differences in this game, like what they do and what they don't do. I also really want to buy a, a, a fake Resident Evil 2 keys now, the diamond key and stuff like that. I really want fake versions of that. I have those. They're cool. Yeah, I've seen yeah. them. They're really awesome. I, I also wanna... wasn't, I was very unfamiliar with one of the puzzles in Claire's that's not in Leon's in A scenario, for example. Like, the, you have to go get the, the three different pieces that go behind Chief Iron's office to unlock the basement or something. Yeah, that was yeah, new to me. The tablets. Yeah, because I mean, I played this game before. You know, I played the the A version of Leon. I'm like, I don't know. This wasn't in there. So it was kind of interesting. Yeah, it just replaces the plugs. They're in the same locations. Oh, OK, but it's still it's cool to have something unique. I mean, little little differences. Like I was surprised how much fun it was. Like also when I played this game back in the day on, on uh, PS3 without cheating. That's why I wouldn't go back to it. I ended up grabbing, like, when you get down to the weapons locker near the bottom, you can grab the, the side pack and the submachine gun. Well, when I played this game last time, I grabbed both because I wasn't going to play. Oh. This time, I just grabbed the pack and left the submachine gun, which I never even used in B scenario. I just took it and then never used it again. I didn't I see a need for it. I always take the side pack with Claire because she has so many different ammo types that she needs it. And for uh, yeah. Leon, I just use the machine gun to mow down a few zombies and then just wait till it's exhausted and just put it in the box. I always did the other way around because I always think that uh because once Claire gets the grenade launcher that's pretty much the only thing you need for the rest of the game but yeah. um yeah Leon has at least like three weapons you need which is, you all saw me handling them I had the handgun the shotgun and the the magnum so god that that magnum is good <laughs> oh the shotgun and this is my favorite like when you get a custom shotgun it is so loud and just like when you you know, because in Resident Evil, like the way to take out zombies with a shotgun is you aim it upwards and it takes off their head immediately. But when you use like the C shotgun, as you can get a custom part for the shotgun, it like blows off half of their torso. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the shotgun here. I also like the fact that you can upgrade your handgun, upgrade the shotgun. I think you can upgrade the Magnum too, right? Yeah. Okay. That is a cool touch that Leon has that Claire doesn't. Is that in Leon A too? Yes. Okay. I just don't remember it. It's easy to miss the um, custom magnum because, like, the key, like, you have to launch a flare at the bottom of a cable car. If you know it's there, you can get it. Like, yeah, you, you don't have to it. do it. But, like, your first time through, you're it's, like, easily missable. I just thought it was a cool thing how you can miss that key completely, and then you, you go a while before you even use it. Because it isn't until the final room that you actually use it. Yeah, you're nearly towards the end by the time you're using that gun. I also like how Claire had a couple different boss fights that she had in her version that weren't in Leon's Leon B's version for me. Like, I know Claire fights G at one point, but it's a different fight than what Leon does where he didn't have. I don't think he had. No, I think with Claire, he didn't have the pipe and Claire. He just was like, I was fighting one of the G adults or whatever the hell those things are called. It's the same bosses are just in different locations. OK, as you fight the because um, in the A scenario, um, William impregnates Birkin or sorry, Irons and Claire's and then the um, the G mutant is in the underground, like going to his 
kind of secret weird layer dungeon thing. And then that's in the sewers with Leon. Okay. My uh my favorite thing is that cutaway whenever you like walk into the room where like Birkin gets like face hugged. Not Birkin, uh Iron gets face hugged. <laughs> and you walk in, he mouths off, and in the GameCube super smooth version that me and Mike played, you can totally see his torso, like the line where he's gonna split in half. <laughs> but it's it's such a weird scene because he's like, oh, no, I'm dying. And his chest splits open and Claire kind of looks down and watches the thing like wiggle away. It's just it's it's PlayStation. So it's kind of like, huh, how about that? <laughs> Anyways, well, he deserved it. I mean, like, especially <laughs> after playing the second game, like the remake, like this guy was a piece of shit. <laughs> like he deserved it. He deserved his death to be have some kind of thing shoved into his mouth and burst out his stomach. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean. Hey, the guy's a rape, especially if he's a pedophile. That's all they that's all that's why they go now. Just get a thing. Uh, you get an alien thing shoved down your throat. All right. Time to go. So, I don't know. Yeah, he deserved it. He's one. He's terrible. But it was cool to see him die because he's not in Leon's campaign. But it's also cool because Leon's campaign has the weird journalist guy that's locked in a jail cell in the, in the basement. How that's going to help him in the end, I don't know. But yeah, because I mean, I feel like that wouldn't work. Like, why would you want eventually? Things are going to find you down here. And yeah, they might not be able to get to you, but you ain't going to be able to get out. He has the key. Well, in the PlayStation version, he does. Yeah, he had the key. But like the idea to me is like if you're still in a room, what if this room gets full of zombies? Like you ain't getting out of there. I don't think anyone had much hope of getting out of their period anyway. <laughs> no, probably not. I don't know. Throughout the Resident Evil series, it goes from like just Leon. Technically, Leon, Claire. Very kind of Ada because you don't find that out till four. Jill. Uh, then it becomes Jill. And then there's like, what, 20 survivors from the fucking outbreak series <laughs> and from each game or something. And yes. then hunk. There's a there's a multiple people, which makes sense. If a whole city went under, like went through this, there would be some people that survived. I mean, just statistically speaking, some people would get out. I mean, that's how I feel like, you know, statistically wise, I mean, someone's going to get out of there. Not not everyone's going to get killed, even mm-hmm. with something like this. And this makes me want to play Resident Evil 3 again, damn it. Yeah, I, I actually, what is it? They had that special where you buy the remake, both remakes, and you get everything else for free. Yeah, uh, that. that is that is already installed. And so when this is over, I'm probably going to boot that up with a bunch of mods. So, <laughs> yeah, I got I got that in there, too. I, I'm, I don't know when I'll play it, but I got it. <laughs> it's just cool. good it's just like this is a tough act to follow <sighs> I, Two, i'll still enjoy it i'm sure resident evil 2 originally original uh is one of those games where like man they really did try to like outdo the original and they really really did yeah it's such an interesting story about how it was supposed to be a, you know a fucked up experience and then it turned into what this is mm-hmm. uh, this is great Another thing I want to talk about we haven't talked about yet is the B scenario's biggest change is the fact that you get chased by a fucking tyrant. I mean, not all the time, but <laughs> oh, I hate Mr. X. He's not that bad in this. Nemesis just is... run by him. Yeah, my his fist said differently every time I tried, even with safe days where I would redo it. The clothesline said differently. All right, we we'll just take the hit and then run. I did, too. That's what I do all the time. <laughs> I just didn't like it. I did take him down twice. Because the game, the the guy told me take him down with the Magnum four shots, and I got more than that when I beat him. So, really, God, that's a bad guide. Just like just run. <laughs> There's only two times it had me do it because he shows up. I mean, he's scripted, so he shows up in certain parts. I mean, again, it no, it's nowhere near like Resident Evil Two remake. Because Charles, you played RE Two remake, haven't you? 
Um, I didn't play it. I actually watched one of my friends play. Um, but what's interesting isn't uh, to make Mr. X is in like both scenarios, right? Yeah, he shows yes. up much earlier in two, like in the in the B scenario, like he shows up near right away. Because mm-hmm. I, I remember, I think he doesn't show up to the copter at like a certain point with the copter. I think when you in in this game, he shows up in a certain room where you light the lanterns, and that's the first him. No, for, no, the first time he shows up is pretty early in this game too, isn't it? Because isn't it as you go up? When you come into the police station from the other side in in, in the B scenario, you see a cutscene where you see them dropping him into the police station. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think he shows up right there, but I can't remember. If you see him once, you gotta run past him and you don't run into him again until you light the lanterns and he breaks through. I was I was also surprised that there are other areas that like Claire has their own area she goes to, and Leon has a few areas that only Leon goes to. I did like that. That was really cool to me. Also what, unlike unlike Sherry, Ada has a gun. Ada was fine in this. I, I like both. Sherry and Ada both were fine. Like, for the little parts playing. They're, they're short enough that you don't have to do much. Like, eh, it wasn't bad. Now, <laughs> Ada in the remake, I do not like that part, by the way, at all. Yeah, that part's stupid. It's not so even she, fun to watch. Well, well, it was really bad when you're used to playing the game with an infinite handgun or infinite machine gun. You don't have it when you're Ada for that little bit. It's not fun. She's got her fancy whatever kind of gun that is. Yeah, we didn't have infinite ammo. Like I have never been scarier than I was when I played RE2 RE2 remake. Like that's the scariest I've ever been in a game. They're scaredest game. Fucking terrified me. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it took us so long to do anymore. I was like, nope, I'm done. We did it two years ago. I'm like, I don't want to touch nothing. No, we're done. <laughs> so it took a while for me to want to get back to good Resident Evil. <laughs> that's crazy. It's like I don't I don't really want to bring up like the year that was 2020, but like Resident Evil was actually something that helped me get through it because there's something like these games. I mean, they're horror and they scare people, but like for me, they're just therapeutic because it's like I just run like I like Resident Evil 2 it for me in 1999. Like I got that game, like I rented it out and then I was like, I love this. And then I got my Christmas money that year and I went and got it immediately. And I'm pretty sure for every nearly every weekend in the year 2000, I would finish it at least once with some character and I would invent games for myself where I'm like, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to save before all of the little videos just in case I wanted to watch the videos or show them to someone someday. Okay. And like when the when 2020 hit, like I would just play through Resident Evil one, two and three just to like do like runs because I just found it calming just to run through the mansion and just try to like get better times like i even ordered the long box version of resident evil one which is (laughs) super hard because there's no auto aim and the enemies take more damage (laughs) but i mean also like especially when covid hit i mean some games are very you know therapeutic in that way like for me i played xenogears again because i needed something that was large that was going to take my time away and take my focus away from covid so that's very normal. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I was still working because I worked at FedEx at the time. So there was no we didn't get laid off, which is good and bad. But I worked as a security guard. So, like, I had to go to work no matter what. So COVID didn't really affect me that much. It, my job was well, it affected me because my store got closed. <laughs> that's part where it affected me. Uh, that's a whole nother story. I also I really like how Annette Burke in it is in this more. Just the way that her character kind of plays with both like seeing both sides with Claire and well, Claire and Leon, like, I really like that. I just like the differences. Like, 
you know, like one thing with Leon, like you, you at least with Leon B, you come through a different part of the lab. Like you don't, I mean, you come down the train, but it feels like you come from a different way than what Claire did in A. Also, you only fight the gator in A, right? If you kill it or can you not kill it in A and then fight it in B? If you don't blow off the head, I'm pretty sure he shows up in B, but it's been so long since I've actually done that. Like, it's, I mean, it doesn't make sense to not blow his head off. <laughs> Can you actually kill him? Like, that that's the only way I've ever known how to do it, is when you shoot the fire extinguisher. But if you don't do that, you can, like, just kill him? Like, yes. shoot I you? think, yeah. You can. You can just shoot him. If you shoot him repeatedly and waste a bunch of ammo, you can take him. You can knock <laughs> him down and then fight him in B again. Okay. Never knew I, that. I didn't either, but I read it somewhere. Same. There's no point. I mean, why would you do that? I don't know, but... So uh, one of the things that I will uh, whip the remake for, because I was talking a little bit about it earlier, this the storyline in the original is much more cohesive in the original than the remake, because in the remake, you go through Leon's campaign and Claire's campaign. And it doesn't make sense because like gameplay wise, you meet Annette with Ada. I think Ada shoots her and then Annette falls to her death. And then she somehow magically gets healed and then comes back and then talks to Claire about Sherry and then dies in Sherry's arms to where in the original, technically, since we went the AB route, you uh, Claire meets her, then Leon meets her, and then she runs away and then gets bitch slapped by Ada and falls over the, the ledge and then goes back and then dies in front of Claire at the end of her scenario. Okay. Oh, it's just there's just so many little things that were just so cool. And. I mean, again, the main reason I put this on the show is because I really wanted to beat B scenario. <laughs> I wanted to complete that for for my personal achievements. Uh, just the Gator thing. I I also like the Gator fight a lot in remake too. I think that's I think it's better in remake too, but I like it in here where like. Oh really? In the remake, it's like a Crash Bandicoot chase sequence. <laughs> yeah, it's still yeah. cool. I mean, this is just knock over a thing and wait. Someone actually edited the uh, someone. I don't know. Oh, I wish I could find it. Someone actually did it where it was like they put in the Crash Bandicoot music and the fruit. So <laughs> like Leon's running and just like the Wumpa fruit counter is going up in the corner. Like, I love it because that's okay. all I can think about. I'm like, this is a Crash Bandicoot ass Crash Bandicoot moment. Yeah, that's kind of fun. That's hilarious. <laughs> I don't know. If just also, is it only in B scenario that has like little chest plugs? No, that's just Leon's. Okay. MacGuffin. Like Claire gets the colored rocks, Leon gets the chest plugs. Okay. I wasn't sure because I couldn't remember getting them when I played Leon A, but it'd been three years, so. And it, isn't it like because when, when Sheriff when Sherry falls down, that's when she gets infected by Birkin, correct? When he impregnates her? Yeah. Okay. It makes sense from a virus standpoint. <laughs> it it kind of goes it, it they they both kind of follow the same beat for beat, like I said. I think the only difference is what happens to Annette story-wise whenever uh, you switch scenarios. Because I think, like I said, I, I, I know Ada falls to her death in Leon A. I don't exactly remember what happens to her and, and Claire B. I just got to say how annoying it is when you're with Sherry and you get too far away she just sits down. That really irritates me. <laughs> yeah, it's annoying. All right. Like, just like, there were a lot of little interesting things with... Like in the lab, I really like the lab a lot when you first get down there and both. I mean, I think I like RE2 remake lab better, but I really enjoyed the lab in in this again. Like I just I think it's really cool. I mean, it has no hunters. There are no hunters in this game, which I, I think is nice. It's nice that they were doing things to step away from, you know, the first game to not be the same thing. Yeah, I get yeah. that. 
the liquors were like the kind of the B yeah. enemy type in this. But that's fine. Like you need BOW. You need things that are going to be different that are going to, you know, play in there like that. So, oh, and Chelsea, I wanted to ask you, who do you prefer to play as, Claire or Leon? You know, that is a good question because I actually, I really like Ada as a character. I like that song that plays, you know, when she falls down, the thing, the soundtrack. I don't know. I think I got to go with Leon. Okay. I think I like Claire better. What about you, Joe? Uh, I like Leon. He is a hunky boy. Hunky boy. <laughs> a man. And I think especially, which always covers it originally. Uh, one, I am a huge fan of the Magnum. Magnum's always the coolest part. And also, whenever he first meets the liquor, he goes, oh boy, which is always just funny. <laughs> what about you, Blair? When I first played, uh, I played with Leon. But now, like, I played Leon B yesterday, and it's interesting because, like... You know, the the Welcome to Raccoon City movie came out last year and say what you will about that. I thought it was fine. I wasn't offended by it like a lot of people were because in that movie, like Leon's like he's a doofus, like he's oh God, essentially yes. like Don Knotts in <laughs> like a, in a sitcom. Oh, it's so bad. It's but so, so bad. This game, he's also kind of a moron at times, but I think he's just naive. And but I, I, I I've come to like Claire more and also just like. I think all the voice actors this are Canadian, actually, you know, rest in peace to Paul Haddad, who the voice of Leon, who died uh, within the past two years. I don't know in where you guys grew up. Did you have a show called The Bin Cuppy Couch? Yes. Yeah. OK, because Luna the Clown is the voice of Claire Redfield. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? You didn't know that? No, oh, I didn't okay. know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it was very weird for me growing up being like, oh, so like Jubilee from X-Men is Lunette the Clown and Claire Redfield. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. learned three things today. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Game My Mom Found. <laughs> okay. Oh, one of the fights that really annoyed me is when you fight Birkin on the train. I got my ass almost handed to me in this fight because I didn't carry a lot of healing items with me because I had safe states. I'm like, I don't need to carry healing items. I'll just heal when I have to at a chest. But later on, I started carrying healing items because this is a fight where I was like, okay, I might not be able to do this. I kept fucking up. Like, he just wasn't going down fast enough with grenade rounds for me. So, I mean, and that kind of was, and it doesn't take much. Like, Claire, I feel like Claire does take more damage, right? Or she can take, or she can only take, or she can take less damage than Leon, I'm assuming. That's something, I'm not sure. I know it was the case in one. Yeah. yeah, because like the only reason to play is Chris. Well, there is zero reason to play as Chris in Resident Evil One. It is 100%. like, yeah, it is pointless. Jill is, Jill is best girl. Jill is an Amazon. She's our Amazon. Oh. That's what Brad says. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, I mean, it's faster, but the only reason is like Chris can take a few more hits, but like nothing get close to Jill because she has so many weapons. But anyway, um, so I, mean, I feel like the, in the, this the, game. They both get good weapons. Yes. What were you going to say, Blair? Because I'm trying to think of the train fight, because I know I think it changes depending on the scenario, because one of them, you can kind of like you can shoot him and then you can kind of run to the other side. And he kind of jumps on the train and jumps down. So you can kind of just like like zone him pretty well. I don't remember what I did. Maybe it was Leon B where I had. Our, I just know that I had a hard time with him. I mean, B scenario is harder, correct? Like it isn't just me. Like you take more damage and stuff. There's more enemies, I think. Okay, because I I felt like I was getting my ass handed to me when I played B scenario at times, and no. I should because I'm cheating. 
<laughs> no, there I was I was on the walkthrough like the is is the what when you fight as Claire on the train, is it second form Birkin and then as Leon's third form third form Birkin? Maybe. I, I think that's like the A to B thing. So it's yeah. I be, I should have did a run through for A. <laughs> yeah, same. Because I think like the walkthrough I was reading, it was like, yeah, you're gonna get hit a couple times in the B scenario because like sometimes Mr. X gets way too close and then both Birkin fights on the train, like he you have to get close because there's no good like <laughs> uh, there's no good uh angle for the cameras for you to actually like sit across from the sit across the, the hall and shoot at him. So yeah, I mean, I, I know I one of the fights I ran around the whole train thing and, and was like got cornered. I'm like, oh, fuck, he better die or I'm in trouble. <laughs> and I think it was with Claire because I, I used grenade rounds with Claire for the most part. I didn't use acid rounds or incendiary rounds. I just stuck with grenade rounds for some reason. You didn't use the acid rounds. They're really powerful, especially against living things. I was saving them. <laughs> what I was saving for them? I don't know. Yes, I know it's from RE1. <laughs> I was yeah, saving, I don't, yeah, I, it's just me. I just save stuff. You just see me when I play RPGs. I'll be the guy that beats the final boss, hitting him with attack because I don't want to use magic or items. It's just how I play. What is it? I, I got a can of fizz for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, that that first game. Oh, like the plant guys, like because in in Claire A, when I fought the plant guys, they were easy as hell to take out with a grenade launcher. But with Leon, he didn't get a flamethrower or anything in this game. In this version, yeah, it's in it's in the um, the room adjacent where you first unlock the ivies. Or maybe it's, oh, it's he not... can get a flamethrower in this game. Yeah, there's a flamethrower there, oh. it, but you have to get really close. It kind of sucks. OK, um, I shot him with shotguns and ran because the guy didn't tell me to because like, I was trying to do. So what happens if you do the fingerprint with both characters? What's in that room? You there's some super liquors and then there's a hundred percent ammo for the machine gun so you can replenish it. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's not very cool. Uh, it's yeah, it's only useful. Like, I mean, if you run out of ammunition, like it's good for like taking out the few zombies that are along the train. But yeah, it's kind of pointless. OK, because I didn't grab the key card in Leon B because I didn't think it was there or I just didn't look hard enough. You don't need it. <laughs> oh, because I went to go do the fingerprint thing and, and instead I need a key card to get in here. Yeah, yeah, you can. But for Leon B, there's. So you use it in one area and there's a moth there and that's where you register your fingerprints and then you go upstairs and there's like um, it's just a few ivies. So in B, you don't need to go there at all. Like Claire has to go there because that's how you use it to synthesize the yeah the cure. And I think you have to go in there for Claire B for some reason. I think there's like a key item or something. But for Leon, it's something you can ignore altogether. Oh, that's cool. See, I learned something new. It's okay. I just yeah, and yeah, I mean the the I did like the moth thing. I thought the moth thing was kind of cool. One of the things because we're talk we're all still talking about it, but uh, the I was I've seen a lot of like because uh, a lot of the one point five and like point five stuffs have been coming out more and more because they've been actually like digging through boxes and stuff. One of the things that I saw was originally you were supposed to have armor you can put on yourself to up your defense, and the zombies would rip off the armor if you took too much damage. That's cool. Yeah. You have no idea how bad I, I really should try that game one day, but I don't know. It's not like there's not enough of it to play to talk about. There's enough, I think. OK, maybe one day I'll remedy that. All right. Does the net Birkin die in two different ways in this game with A and B? Yes, because okay. in one, she gets skewered by William and 
in Leon B, I think the debris falls on her. No, in, Le- in Leon B, you don't see her die. She dies in Claire A. She gets uh, stabbed by Birkin from above. Right. Okay. And if I'm in Claire A, if I remember correctly, you fight the final fight that you do with her is where you fight uh, Birkin, correct? Well, you fight like the Birkin dog thing in the timer where you're running. Isn't that in Claire A? Well, it's in the that's the A scenario final boss. Okay. And then the B scenario is where it adds you have to fight fucking Mr. X. I had a hard time with that fight. <laughs> <laughs> See, I had a hard time when I initially played it because Nintendo Power told me to put on the D controls, which is manual aim. And Why? that's the I don't know. So it's an interesting thing about the N64 game that I don't think I brought up. So for those who hate tank controls and really want to play Resident Evil 2, play the N64 version because you can turn them off. You can just point to where you want to go and it goes there. It, the camera transitions make it a little bit clumsy, but it's like that's how I was introduced to the series. Like I never knew about the tank controls until Resident Evil 3 because I think I rented it out New Year's Eve in 1999. You know, that's what you do when the millennium, you stay home and play Resident Evil 3 by yourself. Um, <laughs> hey, that's what i call a good time now when i'm 34 if i can yeah. sit and chill new year's eve and play a game i'm, I'm happy so it was hard for me because i was like trying to manually aim but i mean by the time i think i just have like 30 magnum shots i think when i finished yesterday so Same. like you just hit him like three times and then ada throws on the rocket launcher and you hit him once and you lose big boy yeah, I mean, I just I had a hard time with him, though. Like, I, I was getting my ass handed to me with him before I got the rocket launcher. I guess I got killed once or twice where I had to reload my save, my save state. <laughs> you know well, what? My... You, you carry like like you carry your best gun and then four heal, healing items and leave two spaces for the plugs. And that's it. <laughs> well, you see, I was trying to save those healing items. <laughs> you I don't know for what you like. <laughs> I, I'm just weird. Like I had, I did take some with me, and but I was trying like, I'm like, I got saved. I don't need healing items. I'll be fine. Then I got, I got in, Leon got impaled. I'm like, all right, we're healing next time. You know what my uh, favorite part about the, the the Mr. X final boss fight is? I do not. It is the part where he uh, he jumps down and like the music starts and it swells up until he like fully stands up. Really, really cool sounding. I do like how you knock him in pretty much lava, like, and that's what leads to him getting so deranged. <laughs> that was cool to me. Charles, do you have any comments about Mr. X you want to say? Well, I just think it's it's kind of funny because, you know, I how I got into Resident Evil was, you know, watch my brother play when we were kids. And my brother played Remake, too. And he's like, I don't even remember this Mr. X character. So evidently, like, my brother back in the day never played any of the Beast scenarios. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm the same way. I stayed away, but okay. He's a lot more memorable. It's it's weird for like the remakes because they did two and three, and in two, Mister X acts more like the nemesis in three ninety nine. But in Resident Evil three remake, the nemesis acts like the tyrant from Resident Evil two ninety eight. That makes me like, happier. Yeah, because the nemesis really only shows up at like scripted sequences in the remake. Like he's mostly easily to avoid. Okay, he's not like hunting you like he is in PS one three. A little, but like you throw like a grenade and you can just run away. I'm. I mean, he's easy to run away from in the PlayStation original. Like, I don't. I never fight Nemesis unless it's like scripted. I'm so upset about how bad they treat Nemesis in the remake three. Like, I was so excited whenever the remake two came out. They did Mister X so well. 
and then he's only in like one chase sequence and then like like you said the rest of the game is just se- it's just sequences like you he like, looks terrifying from the things i've seen of three yeah and well also they also cut one of his one of the boss fights i was looking forward to in the remake for three which was where he like, gets his shirt ripped off and he has like a tentacles jutting out and like he's a lot harder to fight in that when he's chasing you in the original and that's whole that whole sequence isn't anywhere in the remake and it's just upsetting okay i've heard a lot of bad things about remake i just bought three make because of that deal you guys were talking about which i think is probably dead by now well, i'll be dead by the time you hear this but so i, I yeah. finally so i i have it now i have a copy of it i just it's good see the thing about like my feelings like i'm like i love two and three and zero are like my least favorite in like the classic era so yeah it, i it it sucks that they kind of took out the clock tower area, but like it doesn't really upset me that much, and I think it just like flows really well. And I love the new stuff with Carlos because he's just like a hunky man, and he's oh yeah, oh, yeah he's so hunky. <laughs> I was I love so <laughs> same. Yeah, we I went to Ontario a few years ago, and there was like a Sailor Moon convention, and the actor who plays Carlos in Resident Evil Three Ninety Nine was one of the tuxedo masks and he was there and my parents are like, no, 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 you have to go to a baseball game. I'm like, no, I want to go to see Carlos through this baseball <laughs> game. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I love Sailor I, Moon too. Oh, me too. I love Pretty Guardian Fights for Love and for Justice. I was like, <laughs> I'm there for all of it. But weird, like <laughs> weird segue. Did you guys see they finally have a full episode of that American version? Oh, I did. <laughs> I did not watch it, but I saw yeah. that it exists. <laughs> Oh, and then I want to talk about the final, final boss fight in B scenario where you get on the train, you think you beat the game, you killed Mr. X, and the game tricks you where G, I mean, Birkin is essentially climbing onto your train trying to follow you and kill you still. I like that. I mean, it's really simple. You just, I just shoot him with a Megdome a bunch of times and he dies, but I thought it was a cool thing that is there. And, and his big butthole mouth melts. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was, it was really cool to me. Like, it was cool. I mean, it was cool to finally beat B scenario. Like, it felt so good when I finished this game. I I think I beat this game, like, in almost a day because I just couldn't stop playing it. Like, I would get stressed the hell out. I played for 15, 20 minutes. Okay, I need to put the game down. And then I would pick it back up and play again for another 20, 30 minutes. I just couldn't stop. It was just, I was having so much, like, fun and stress still fun. See, that's what I love about this game. And I know... It really enrages me when people won't let people enjoy things the way they want to. What? Because for years, I would only play this on easy because I just like what I love. What I really miss about Resident Evil is and they kind of did it with seven. Like I just I'm more for the puzzles and environment design than like the monsters. So I love playing like two and three on easy with a bunch of ammo just because like I just like. Like, again, to me, these are like adventure games where it's like I need to get this thing and backtrack and get these items. Like, it it feels like I'm playing Maniac Mansion on Nintendo. Like, the horror thing was secondary to me. Like, it never really hit me. But even though, like, something that I feel where most of the horror comes in this game is it lures you into a false sense of safety. So, like, for example, the earliest, like, the earliest jump scare for me, the first time I played this was... So you run past the room where you get the first gem where you have to light the fire and nothing happens. So on the way back, you're like, okay, well, I'm just going to run back here. But then the hands jump at you and you're like, oh, (laughs) spaghetti (laughs) arms. And this and then and then that comes back later because you're in the evidence room 
and you're like, something's going to jump through that glass, and then it doesn't. You're like, okay, and then the liquor comes. Like, that's that's my favorite scares in this game. And they do it a third time with the dogs in the kennel. That can be avoided, though. You don't have the to. The kennel, I avoided most of the kennel. I went and got and got my one item and got the hell out. I think I missed what you're talking about. Yeah, because you, yeah, you can, if you run by, you can pick up, like, a red herb in the back. And I think they might jump at the door and then they they burst out because I remember when I, the first time I rented this out, like the dog jumped at the kennel and I like audibly reacted and my dad started laughing at me because <laughs> like anyone listening to the show a lot knows that I don't usually play with sound. I played this entire game with sound <laughs> because I needed to know is there shit going to come in and try to kill me or not. So and the music and the atmosphere, like, you know, even though like the. The voice acting is it's it's fine. It's better than the original. They certainly got better, and like the the graphics aren't um you know they were great for those FMBs for the time. Man, the N sixty four game. Shout out to whoever made that. That's witchcraft to me. That that game works <laughs> because I remember watching commercials for PlayStation games back in the day and feeling so envious. Like those Final Fantasy seven commercials came on. And I remember having my N64 and being like, I made a huge mistake. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know what you mean. And I know exactly what when you mean. Resident Evil 2 came out, I would like invite friends over and I would be like, look at this. Look at what's on at N64. <laughs> like it's 1999 and it's too late now. But like, look at this. It's magic. It's witchcraft. <laughs> Any last thing you want to say? We have a couple of things I, we still got. I want to cover is I want to talk about the two extra characters that are in the main game. Well, not the main game, but like the side stuff. You have the fourth survivor or no. Is it third survivor? You play as hunk or whatever the hell it's called. Fourth, fourth survivor. survivor. Fourth survivor. OK. And then you also have the tofu thing, which is not even supposed to be in the game, but it's there. And the extreme battle mode, which I have never played, but I just found out existed recently when I was watching YouTube videos again. Yeah, you can play as Chris Redfield. That's why I rebought it. Uh, that is there. cool that he's but he's only in certain versions, right? It's the DualShock 2. It's the DualShock edition. OK. So I think it's cool that he's in here and that, you know, he's a different sprite. I mean, there's no like you not can't story wise here, but it's cool that they put him in here. Like, I thought that was when I found him in the EX battle, when I found out he was there, I thought that was really cool. I didn't play Hunker Tofu because I don't care, but I, I like the fact that that exists in this game, too. My favorite part about the Hunk one is that whenever you play as Ada, I think if when you're starting off as Ada, that starting area is where Hunk is at. So as you're playing as Ada, Hunk is knocked out in the water as you're playing as her. OK, <laughs> that's cool. Oh, in the actual game or in the EX battle mode? Well, no, it's just a weird joke because whenever that, that's where Hunk starts off as in the sewers. Oh, OK. Yeah. So and it it, it never shows him when he starts the game off. It doesn't show him going there, or being in Raccoon City. So the, the weird idea is that he's just knocked out in the water, just waiting for his time to come up and do what he has to do. How long is this story? Like, he just has to get out of the police station, right? From the sewers. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Uh, yeah. I never played EX battle mode. Is it just like a, are you trying to get to an ending area? Or are you just trying to get a score? It's been a while for me because I, I know I had the N64 version and I read in like EGM or something that there was a bonus mode with Chris Redfield. And I was like, OK, I have to rebuy this game again for the first time. And I've rebought <laughs> it many times since then um, <laughs> and sold it and rebought it again. And yeah, I think it's just like a score attack thing. It's it's kind of like the mercenaries, I think, in Resident Evil three where okay. each character has like a certain loadout and you have to like get to a scenario and i think killing enemies gives you time it's been a while because i'm not really 
people really love mercenaries and things in Resident Evil, but like I'm not a fan of that type of stuff. I'm not either. I just like the stories. Chelsea, you have anything to add about mercenaries or EX Battle? Um, I think I don't think I ever played it in RE2. I played it in Code Veronica, and I played like the the Leech Hunter, whatever, in Resident Evil Zero. <laughs> okay. Uh, any last things you want you guys want to say about RE2 before we go on a shelf stacker box? We're getting there, I think. When everyone kills Marvin, did they do a pulp fiction and say, Oh my god, I just shot Marvin in the face? No. <laughs> <laughs> just no. I didn't think about that movie. <laughs> I just like how Marvin turns purple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They gotta make sure you know that he chained to a zombie, so <laughs> I killed I don't RE2 remake, I killed him too just because I'm like, oh Marvin chained <laughs> and just shot him up. <laughs> If anyone gets the reference, this is all. This game is also the first reference of a JoJo reference in American culture. So, oh. what is up with people in JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? It is a great series. I recommend it highly. Okay, I've never watched. There's four seasons. Go watch all of them. Yeah, where's the streaming? Netflix. Oh, okay. We'll see. <laughs> I know a lot of people talk about it, so that's why I'm like, maybe I should. But this isn't really an American game. This is a Japanese game, but it was part to America. So, yeah. I guess that counts. Oh, I actually brought up something I did want to talk about. Sure. How stupid is the concept of the G virus? Like, they say it's better than the T virus, but it, you can only infect people who you're related to. Well, no, you can infect other people. It's just it makes the best the best chance to be somebody that you're related to. I mean, all the viruses are dumb in this entire series. Let's be honest. Like, everyone's <laughs> like, the power of a god, and it's just a goopy monster with an eyeball on your back. Listen, <laughs> I... I threw Resident Evil like logic out the window when like you could start gaining mass. And the best way that uh, my husband puts it is, doesn't the guy turn into a Fleshosaurus Rex in six? And I go, yes. And we never talk about it. Mutated Derek <laughs> is what you're referring to. God, yes. I don't remember six. He, he becomes a big flesh T-Rex and he like transforms, mogrifies out of his body. <laughs> okay. I need to play six for this show. No, really bad. Don't. No, you do not. <laughs> no, I know it's bad. It's just like, it's we okay. And it comes it? up every so often. The first episode we ever like we didn't record, but when my original co-hosts who are no longer part of the show, and we all started talking. We talked about RE6 and we were just testing how we sound together and we we're talking about what we're going to do. And we always joke how one day we're going to cover that game. I 300 some episodes still have never covered that game yet. So one day I just keep forgetting about it. And I don't really want to replay it. <laughs> you, so. you sit there and say, Joe, is RE6 good? And in the back of my mind, all I think is Chris making out with Pierce. And I go, yeah, it's a pretty okay game. So I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. It's not my fault. It's the game's fault. I want to play it. I want to play five again, too. I never really played through five. Five, you have to play with someone because that. Yeah. Yeah. Co-op. Six, That's... you can play on your own. That's the only thing I'll give six over five. Because five is near impossible to play single player. Yeah, one day I'll do. Because hey, now I have them all on my PC thanks to that bundle, so I'm more interested now. Like, okay, I got Dang. the whole set. One day we're doing Revelations around the time you hear this. I think Revelations will be coming up soon, so that should be fun. I'm really, really excited for Revelations, and at the same time, I'm not. I'm debating if I should play the the DS for the 3DS version or if I should play the PC version. Just play it on PC. There's no reason to play it on 3DS. <laughs> well, yes, there is. You want to shit your pants? You're gonna play it on the 3DS. <laughs> it's called save and load, save and load, save and load wherever I want to. But doesn't Revelation has an auto checkpoint, right? Like a normal game? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, then I can I can live with that. All right, I think that's everything we need to say about this game. We should go to shelf stacker box, and I'll go first. I'm gonna put this in the shelf because it felt really, really good 
to run through A and B and like I finally got the complete experience that people were complaining about three years ago when I did this episode, how I didn't get the complete experience. I had a great time. Like I really, really enjoyed this game. I I don't plan to play it again anytime soon, but I'm glad I went back to it. I'm glad that Joe introduced me to that GameCube mod because it was it was pretty scarier, but pretty. Like they had faces. They actually look like they look the designs are good. So I'm going on the shelf and I'm really glad we replayed it. Uh, what about you, Joe? This is also going on the shelf for me. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. Uh, this is me officially at least beating half of the game, not, you know, piddling around in the beginning to test it and stuff like that. And uh, had a great time. Loved, loved playing it. And I always love the Resident Evil series. So, yeah, totally shelf. OK. And what about you, Jules? Definitely shelf. Not one of my favorite Resident Evil titles, but I mean, I still love it. It's so great. What is your favorite? Since you mentioned it, I'm curious. Oh, probably RE1. Okay. Remake? RE1, or, or um, I like Code Veronica as well. Oh, we're going to be good friends. I love Code Veronica <laughs> so much. I'm terrified of Code Veronica, guys. Like, I am terrified to play that game. I can stream it for you. I can finish it without getting the Magnum now. <laughs> oh. I'm terrified of it because... Uh, I'll tell the story again. Uh, back when I got in the PS2, I got like, I'm going to beat Code Veronica. So I, I picked up the PS2 copy. I'm playing it. This is, let's say, 2000. My son was just born. So 2008, probably. And I was playing it. And my friend's watching me. I'm gunning down all these enemies. And then I get to a point where I have no ammo. The enemies keep respawning. And then I never played again. Listen, some, <laughs> someone has to promise me if that you do the Code Veronica gameplay, someone has to mention something about what the hell's the bad guy's name? Alfred, Alfred Ashford. Alfred Ashford being uh, Claire interrupting his Alexia cosplay, and that's why he's mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will be reaching out to you when I get that, whenever that date finally does come that I force myself to play it, but in any time soon. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, it takes me, I mean, I, yeah, Rosemary was not one of those, I'm not, it's not a series we touch anymore. And Blair, what about you? Shelf Stacker Box? Oh, I'm putting this on a shelf with bot lights and fancy music because is like this. Resident Evil 2 was a transformative game for my life. Um, I got this on N64 when I was kind of disenfranchised with Nintendo in general, to be honest. Like, 1999, after Ocarina of Time, it was such a dry year. And then I got this game, and it was like nothing I had ever played in my entire life. And then my brother got a PlayStation that Christmas, and I rented out three, and I loved that. And then that led me to buy one. And since then, like, I i mean, I had a little bit of a lull after five and six and Operation. No, not <laughs> yeah, Operation Wrecking City. I, I did like that game. That whole dark time. But I mean, for when I first got this, like it was it was all I wanted to do. Like I printed off my own Resident Evil shirt from an ad that was an EGM. Like I just <laughs> like I just wanted to be reading about Resident Evil all the time, like getting the books and the toys and the games. Yeah, I love this game. One of my okay. favorites of all time. <laughs> and if you want to hear more Resident Evil, we only done 10 episodes. Hey, if the time that you hit, depending on when you hear this, there'll be there'll be a few more. But a Resident Evil 2002 film or film 19. We covered that film. Resident Evil 4 episode 129. Resident Evil 2 2019 episode 94. Resident Evil Outbreak episode 73. Resident Evil Dead Aim. Episode 70, Resident Evil 3 Nemesis, 99 version. Episode 63, Resident Evil Degeneration was film 4. Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, episode 37. Resident Evil 2002, so the HD, or the, the GameCube remake. 
episode 33, and then the original Resident Evil 2 episode was episode 9, if you want to hear that also. You want to hear what I thought about three years ago? Yeah. I can tell you it wasn't a shelf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Blair, where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Blarcade. Uh, I mostly write about comic book games at my website, comicbookvideogames.com. But there's days I really wish I had an outlet to talk about Resident Evil because I would do it a lot. <laughs> well, I can help you with that. It sounds like I will be now. So <laughs> that's also what kind of propelled me to do more Resident Evil. Actually, this episode was a lot because Joe really wanted to cover it. I'm like, oh, I should recover it. So that kind of happened there. I did. Yeah, I think you did. I feel like at some point you mentioned that you wanted to play it again or something. If I ever did it, I don't remember. Maybe I mentioned it and you said, okay. Yeah, that's probably what it was. <laughs> okay. And Joe, where can people find you at? I'm here. <laughs> Twitter? Okay. I was yeah. sure if you want to. My Twitter is weird. I'm, I'm there. <laughs> okay. And Chelsea, what, what is, where can people find you at? Find me on Twitter. The, it's at Chelsea Muser. But if you search Tyrant Cheeks, you will find me. <laughs> okay. And well, thank you for coming on your first episode with us. Thank you. <laughs> And if you enjoyed this episode, check out our Resident Evil episode. Check out our over 350 other episodes that I have recorded at the time, getting close to 400. So go check out our giant catalog of episodes. We do games, movies, comics, TV shows. I just do everything, whatever I feel like. So go check out the giant backlog of stuff. Uh, also, I'll give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Fury. You can follow her on the TikTok. You will find her. She posts stuff all the time. She made our music. Also, I want to give a shout out to my buddy, Bill Tucker, who did all the MCU movies with me because he's crazy, just like me. And he started his own podcast, A Gamer Looks at 40, where he interviews people, how video games affect their lives. Very well done show. Check him out. And we have a Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can vote in our Patreon. Each month we have a poll. I don't remember what it, I don't know what it is for when this comes out, but there will be a horror poll of some sort. So go little as a dollar, you can help out the show, and then you can also vote. And you have to shape the show. So go do that. And we have a Discord. We do, you'll see the link in the show notes, but join our Discord. You can talk with us. So you have that. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We are on YouTube at audio only, because I don't want to do video yet. Because I don't, this hasn't gotten around to it. So yeah, go check out all that, and we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.